come and read, and then I'll hand over to Paul. Morning, church. Today's Bible reading is from the New Testament, um, the first Samuel, verse 30, sorry, chapter 30, verse 1 to 6. You, you find that on page 301, 301. David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag. They had attacked Ziglag and burnt it, and had taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men reached Ziglag, they found it destroyed by fire and their wives and their sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept loud until they had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured, Ahinam of Jezreel, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was greatly distressed because of the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. I greet you in the name of the Lord. <clears throat> and uh, like I have been introduced, my name is Paul Ojuman. I come from Uganda. And I'm the country director for Tia Fan, based in Uganda. I am very excited to be here with us this morning, uh, both to share what the Lord is doing through Tia Fund and through your support to Tia Fund, and specifically in Uganda. And then secondly, to share with us the word that is, the Bible says, God has exalted his word above his name. So I'm excited to share with us about and to share with us the word of God. I know I have 25 minutes to do those two things. Amen? I'll first tell you a story. Uh, one time we were talking in Uganda and somebody said, when you go to America or to the UK and you're given to preach, if it is 25 minutes, it must be 25 minutes. <laughs> and uh, the person said, because the pastor always sits next to a button when it is 25 minutes and you're continuing to preach, the pastor will just step on that button, the pulpit will open, the lift will come up and you'll find yourself in the lift. That will take, that will take you to the church basement and the pastor will meet you at the church basement. I must say this morning, I want to meet the pastor inside the church and not in the church basement. So I will try to keep myself within the 25 minutes. Uh, like I have said, I am from Uganda. I am married, and I have four men. 
as my sons. I call them men because they have already grown. I'm trying to look around so that I can be able to time myself, but I don't see, oh, okay, there is a clock there. Thank you. Uh, I will first begin by telling you what your support is doing in Uganda uh, through Tier Fund. And I'll share with you a story of one of the catechists, one of the church leaders, one of the ministers, who is called Augustine. Uh, Augustine was not trained as a catechist, but through your support, Tiafan uh, in Uganda started supporting Bishop Lee Theological College, uh, where the Diocese of Kitugum supports uh, church ministers to undergo through education, theological education. So Augustine went to Bishop Lee Theological College, uh, where Tiafan is supporting training of pastors on CCT, that is church and community transformation. That training, the pastors had not gone through. Because in Tiafan, we started a program that we called One Church Leader, One Church, and One Community. We knew that when we train one leader, that one leader will work with one church, and that church will work with the community. So through CCT work, Augustine became enlightened. He went back after the training, started implementing CCT in his own house and in his own church. And as a result, Augustine's life has completely been transformed. He's able to take his five children to school. He's trained other members within the church on the church and community transformation process. And the church members are growing and they have seen the benefit of church and community transformation process. Their minds have been enlightened. They are able to, um, their minds have been envisioned. They are able to see the potential that God has deposited in them. And as a result, the church members are also reaching out to the community members in line with our program of one church leader, transforming one church, and one church reaching out to one community. So I've just given you the example of Augustine, who went and started uh, poultry production and vegetable production that is now able to sell and able to support his family members. And uh, we looked through, when we talked to the bishop of, of Kitkum Diocese, we realized that Augustine was chosen or was pointed out as one of the best and the leading catechist that is now regarded as a model within the diocese. All that has been possible because of your support to the work of Tiafan and to the work of the Diocese of Kitugum. Amen. This morning we've read a portion of scripture in 1 Samuel and chapter 30. That portion of scripture concerns a man called David. And I have called the topic of my sharing this morning, finding strength in God. In 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verses 
1 to 6, we read of how David and his men, after walking a three-day's journey, went back to Ziglag. If we had read from chapter 29, we would have realized that David and part of his men had joined the Philistines, had gotten into an alliance with the Philistines, and they were going for war. And but when they were going for war, they were going against Saul of the Israelites. But the prince of the Philistines realized that David was part of Israel and said, no, this man might turn against us when we begin war against Israel. So let's send this man back. That is how David and his men got being sent back to Ziklag, where David had set his camp. But the Bible tells us one thing. When David and, Ziklag, and, when David and his men uh, reached Ziklag, they found that the Amalekites had attacked their camp at Ziklag. And the Amalekites had destroyed everything. The whole city was burnt down. All the women, all the children, all the daughters had been taken captive. And all the property that David and his men had in that city had, had been taken. The Bible tells us David and his men started weeping. The Bible says David and the men that were with him wept until they had no power to weep. I imagine what type of weeping that was. Imagine these were only men. They must have been weeping full of only bass, no soprano, no alto, but only men. And the Bible says they wept until they had no more power to weep. And in verses 6, the Bible says, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke about stoning him. But the great news is, in such circumstances, David found his strength in the Lord. So I want us to examine the circumstances that David found himself. Remember in chapter 29, David was rejected by the Philistines, by the group that he had gotten into an alliance with. When he came to Ziglag, he got the unexpected. I believe David had expected that Abigail, his wife, would welcome him home. He was coming to his family, but his family was no more. He did not expect to find his family desolate. The unexpected happened and sickened. Secondly, David also found himself rejected again. Remember in chapter 29, the Philistines rejected him. Now his own people, his own people that he came back with, were also rejecting him and putting blame on him. Of course, as usual, when things go wrong, everybody turns to say, where was the leader? What did the leader do? The blame always comes upon the leadership. We find that this man, David, was surrounded by mourners. Everybody was mourning. Everybody was distressed. Everybody was weeping. And David could not turn to any one of his own people for any encouragement. And the Bible says David was greatly distressed. I believe David was lonely because everybody was now talking 
not talking to him, but only talking about him. He was alone. His own people had taken the other side of the story, and they wanted to stone him. It was a low point in David's life. Perhaps that applies to each one of us. The unexpected happens to each one of us in our journey, in our lives. Disaster may strike. We go through moments of distress where our own strength is tested. We go through moments where we are surrounded by mourners, by negative people, by people who are talking nothing but the negative. We go through moments where all around us is a story of how the recession, the economic hardship is about to strike. We go through moments where everybody talks about the impact of the poor economy, the impact on job loss. We go through moments where we hear about inflation, the increase in housing prices. And all around us is only negative. And I want to say this morning, it is dangerous to live amongst men, amongst women, amongst the community that is mourning and talking about the negative all the time. It's very dangerous to be surrounded by people who are talking about how disease is going to strike, how the economy is going to collapse, how jobs are going to be lost, how things are going to become tough. And that is the situation and the circumstance that David found himself, surrounded by mourners. Many times when we go through that, through a period of job loss, through a period of unexpected, through hardships, we tend to get into a feeling of helplessness, a feeling of, of hopelessness, and then we may end up in the depression. But this morning, I want to encourage us, I want to speak to us that there is hope in God and you can find your strength in God when such moments come our way. We need to learn from this man, David. The Bible says in verses 6 of 1 Samuel, chapter 30, and David was greatly distressed. For the people spoke of stoning him. Because the soul of the people were grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David found strength. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Could we learn from David this morning? I ask myself, how did David manage to find strength in God? But one thing that comes to my mind is that David must have remembered God's past deliverances. Remember one time when a bear attacked David, God delivered David from the hands of the bear. Remember one time when David was faced with Goliath, David came out successfully 
after defeating Goliath. And I believe David must have remembered that if God did it the other time, I believe he can do it this time. I believe David must have said, if this God, this God who delivered me from Goliath is the same God today, and is the same God tomorrow, and is the same God forever and ever. That brings me to Psalms 42 and verses 6. We, hear, we see David saying, Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember you from the land of Jordan. I want to encourage us this morning, no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, that you find yourself, it could be a situation of loneliness, it could be a situation where all hope is gone, remember the name of the Lord. David said, oh God, oh my God, what a personal relationship. He saw God as his. He saw that he belonged to God. And he said, God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, will I remember you. In whatsoever circumstances and situations that we find ourselves, let me encourage you, remember God in those circumstances. Remember how he delivered you. Remember how he sent his only son, Jesus Christ. Remember his love, because the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Remember his love. David said, my soul is cast within me. Therefore will I remember you, my God. Remember his past deliverance. Remember his past healing. Remember how he first his past provision upon your life. Remember that the Bible says the Lord is our refuge. He is our strength. He is our fortress. He is our hiding place. Remember the Bible says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to that name and they are safe. David said, Lord, my soul is cast down. My soul is disturbed. And because of that, I will remember you. Let me tell you the most dangerous thing is to forget the name of the Lord amidst adversity. But the most sure thing is to remember the name of the Lord amidst adversity. I also believe that David must have spoken to himself. Because the Bible tells us in Psalms 42, verses 5, David was speaking to his soul and saying, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disturbed within me? Hope you in God. You see, it is much easier to preach to others than to preach to yourself. 
But I see this man, David, begin to speak to, him, to his soul and say, my soul, why are you cast down? Why are you disturbed? Let me instruct you. Hope in God. Place your hope in God. This was David ministering and preaching to himself, instructing his soul that my soul have hope in God. And the Bible says this hope we have as an anchor of the soul. I think that is in Hebrews chapter 6 and verses 19. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. I come from near a small lake. And at the early years of my growth, I used to go out fishing. And after fishing, we would put the boats at the, the lakeside, at the lake shore. But we would anchor it somewhere so that when the winds came at night, when the storms came at night, they would not drive, they would not push our boat into the midst of the lake. Likewise, child of God, the Bible says, our hope is the anchor of the soul. When storms come your way, when the waves want to sweep you and to sweep us away, when we have our hope in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says that is an anchor. And I believe that is why David was saying, my soul, why are you cast down? Have hope in God. Have hope in God. And this hope, like the Bible says, is the anchor of the soul. I also believe that this man, David, must have remembered God's promises. He knew how God had chosen him and anointed him to be the next king of Israel. I believe David knew God's destiny for his life. So when his own people stand against him, wanting to stone him to death, David must have said, no. I know what I have been called to. I know God's plan for my life. I know my destiny. And he must have started to say, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, because, Lord, you are with me. How sure it is, how pleasing it is, how encouraging it is to know that the Lord is with us. Even if we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we'll fear no evil because he is with us and his rod and his staff, they comfort us. And David says, thou preparest 
a table before me in the presence of my enemies. David found himself. David found the strength that he needed in the Lord. Remember God's promise. Remember God's calling upon your life. Remember God's divine promises in the Bible. When the going gets tough, remember who is who he is to you. I believe David must have also prayed because we find the Bible tells us David inquired from the Lord. If we had read the whole of chapter 30, David inquired of the Lord. And that brings me to what the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 and verses 6 and 7, where the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And in verses 7, the Bible tells us, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds. David was greatly distressed, but he found strength in the Lord. And one of the ways that he must have found strength in the Lord is by prayer, it's by getting to God and saying, Lord, I depend on you. It's by saying, Lord, I want to make this known to you. It's by opening up himself to God. As I conclude, my brethren, we all go through circumstances that are so difficult and harsh. We know that the world is full of negative things. We know that the world is full of hard situations. Life can be tough. But there is one sure thing. And that is the choices that you make amidst that, those circumstances. David chose to find strength in the Lord. Therefore, when these negative circumstances come our way, they either make you bitter or they can make you better. Everybody around David became so bitter and so distressed, but David became better. So it is up to each one of us. You have a choice to make, either to accept to be bitter or to say, Lord, I will remember you in my situation and in my circumstance, so that I can be a better person who has gained strength from you. Remember, the Bible tells us in the book of Psalms 28 and verse 7 that the Lord is my strength and my shield. My soul trusts him, and I am helped. So as I end, the world and life can be full of bitter 
and distressing circumstances. But what makes a difference is what each one of us and the path that each one of us chooses to take. You can take a better path or you can take a better path by gaining strength in the Lord, by remembering what God did for you in the past and by praying to God and by putting your hope and your trust in him. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you this morning. We bless your name. We thank you for who you are to us. This morning we particularly want to remember you, that you are our strength, that you are our fortress, that you are our hiding place. We want to remember that you are a very present help in the time of trouble. We want to remember that you are our shepherd. We want to say that the Lord is our shepherd. We want to see you as our shepherd. We remember the days you delivered us. We remember your past healing upon us. Father, we want to remember you as our hope. We want to remember you, Lord, as our help. And we lift our eyes upon the hills. From whence comes our help, our help comes from you. Father, we thank you. Be a blessing to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May God bless you.